Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Sometimes needing new tires can catch us by surprise. That's why tire power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money. You can get what you need now, get back on the road safely and pay for it later. Terms and conditions apply. So visit tyrepower.com.au or call 13 21 91. Hi, it's Brett Phillips here, host of The First Serve, and thank you for downloading the latest edition of In The Huddle, one of our podcast offerings here at The First Serve. You can get your weekly live tennis fix with our show every Monday night on the SCN Radio Network at 7pm Eastern. All the broadcast details of where you can listen can be found at thefirstserve.com.au. In the Huddle was created to give student athletes, parents and coaches an inside look at the journey through US college sport and all that comes with it. The demands, the experiences, the excitement and the opportunities available to our student athletes from around the world. Study and Play USA facilitates a comprehensive, customised approach for student athletes and families for their whole journey from their high school preparation years right through to US college graduation. Welcome to this episode of In the Huddle. My name is Chris Bates, and I'm joined by our boss of Study and Play USA, Alexia, mm-hmm. uh, to discuss a very important subject. We've received an enormous number of inquiries surrounding US college this year and how the pathway may have been impacted by this thing they call COVID 19. I think it's safe to say we're all adapting to this new normal, and US colleges are no different. Alexia, what are we going to be discussing in this episode, and what's the purpose? Like you said, we've received so many questions from student athletes and their families regarding COVID throughout 2020. And we really want to address some of the more common questions, some of the surprising facts surrounding this topic and how our current student athletes have adapted to the situation. How have colleges reacted? And of course, how future student athletes can prepare for their college journey uh, throughout this pandemic. Okay, good. Let's get right into it. Uh, I mean, I want to start by stating that this is an ever-changing situation and our current update on this particular podcast is subject to change. So if you have any questions regarding the topic, please feel encouraged to contact our office. We'd be more than happy to to answer those questions for you. I also want to say that from when COVID arrived in Australia in, in I think it was in March, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, I think so. March this year, there were a lot of unknowns. Slowly but surely in 2020, we've uncovered a lot more knowns, um, which we'll share with you in this episode. And mostly we've been heartened by the positive response to COVID by colleges right across the US and and our student athletes in the middle of their US college experience. Um, so look, just quickly take you through a little bit of a timeline from March and um, a lot's changed and a lot's been updated. And I'm just very, very briefly take you through some of the things that that have happened so um obviously in march for any sports that were in um season at that particular time their their season normally finishes in may and it was abandoned in march for obvious reasons so uh student athletes were then given the option of returning home or staying off campus in the us most of our student athletes did return home some decided to stay in the us 
Some even stayed over there and, and did some paid internships. So it wasn't all bad for those that uh, chose to stay in the US. Uh, one thing we also saw that started to happen was all the governing bodies of college sports. So, you know, some of you have heard of the NCAA, um, the NJCAA, which look oversee um, junior colleges and the NAI, the three major uh, governing bodies. They decided that they're going to award athletes that were competing in that semester uh, of sport where their season was cut short they were going to get awarded an additional optional whole year of eligibility and this was the start of a number of changes announced by uh, those entities that have been created to protect i guess the eligibility and, the, and that that four-year experience uh, or the or the opportunity to have four full years of, of competition for those student athletes um, in the case where the student was already in their final year of studies, they of course would need to decide whether they want to take the option of coming back for another year to compete or to take their degree uh, and go and search for their first job out of college. Alexia, um, as we approached mid-year, um, we then had a lot of student athletes due to commence their college journey in the US in August, didn't we? Yeah, that's right. Um, you know, there was a lot of uncertainty surrounding, you know, our our departing August you know, college freshmen student athletes. Um, you know, there were so many layers to this. There was international travel restrictions, you know, whether their visas would be issued on time. You know, all the rules were constantly changing about whether colleges would even reopen in the US. Um, and the rules were changing about whether international students could study online for the August semester or not. Um, you know, for the last few months, you know, every day it seems as though things were changing. And I'm really pleased to report that ultimately it has been, you know, a positive outcome for our families. You know, all of our um, existing student athletes were granted, you know, exemptions to travel back to recommence their college journey in August of this year. Um, they've all been given the option of staying home this semester to take classes online and return to the US um, and commence in the January 2021 semester. Um, almost all of our first time college goers received uh, their visas. Some of those chose to go to college in America. Some of them have chosen to stay in Australia. And those who missed out on receiving their visas, and that might have been due to you know, certain border restrictions here in Australia, you know, and certain lockdowns um, in different states have opted to start in January 2021. Um, so I guess what's really heartening is that no opportunities have been lost. Um, they've been given options and they've been able to take that option based on what, you know, as for, their, for them and their family they want to do. Yeah, so you mentioned there just quickly, um for some of our first timers that were due to America in the first time, some chose to stay. What you mean by that? They've obviously staying for now. They're going in January. Yeah, correct. Right? Okay. So just on that, um, you know, you, you mentioned also that all of our student athletes who are already in the midst of their college experience have elected to go back. And I think this speaks volumes because clearly those students and their families uh, felt comfortable with where they're going. They, they knew where they were living. They know what they're going back to. They're able to keep in touch with their coaches and teammates via zoom. I think we've all made good friends with Zoom over these last few months, um, but they've been able to keep in touch and feel still sort of connected uh, with with uh, their team and their environment over there. Um, 
and this has provided a lot of comfort, I think, to families in sending their children back over to the US. And look, I've got some feedback here to share I'll show in a second um, from some of our student athletes already who've, who've arrived back in the US uh, for the first time in August. Uh, so um, I'll share that in a second, but it, I think it's, it's a really important thing. I think one of the things parents naturally, we're parents as well, you know, you want to make sure first and foremost with any, anything that your son or daughter is doing is, is safety first. Um, and, and I think, as I said, we're very heartened by the fact that the, these coaches and these universities have been very uh, open with their communication. Their, their COVID plans over there are watertight, it appears. So uh, that's given a lot of confidence to families. I'll just share some feedback already from some of our student athletes have arrived very recently in America. I've met the coach. She's been a great help. She's been driving me and helping me to, out to get things sorted out before school starts on Monday. Um, I've been out to the golf course a lot already. So that's from a uh, young lady starting her golfing journey. Uh, thanks for checking in. We're doing really, really well. Apart from a short isolation period, everyone is super nice. Classes are going great already. It's from a young girl starting her, her soccer um, experience. Uh, another one here, everything's going great. Uh, been here for just over a week, really enjoying it. Uh, I've met everyone, including the coach, uh, pretty much right away. Uh, we went and trained together with my team and now met all the girls and some of the boys. Uh, classes start Monday, so far so good. Just another one here. Um, we're all, this is, uh, this is actually from a coach, um, or from a selection of coaches, just a few little points. And, and, and we, we like to check in with coaches of our student athletes anyway. Um, when, when they first arrive and some of the feedback we, we, we find is really encouraging. Uh, one coach says where all systems go here at our university, we're practicing as a team, our students are attending classes and we'll play a full schedule at this stage. Every college is different, but we're in great shape. Uh, another coach, business as usual here, excited to welcome our new international students to campus. We'll be taking good care of them as they adjust to the protocols we have in place. Uh, and, and another coach, classes are being delivered partly in person, partly online. It's working well. Uh, there are so many safety procedures, but most of us are getting used to it. It's a small inconvenience to ensure the safety of our student athletes. And this one from a second year student athlete. So one of our students who, who, who's back and uh, interestingly, we did a podcast with him last week, a young soccer player. Things are good here. I've arrived safely, had my COVID test, isolated. Now it's all systems go compared to how it was before COVID. It's not really different at all, other than the fact that people are taking more precautions by wearing masks and practicing strict social distancing. This is the way it is, whether here or at home right now. So it doesn't feel too different. Unfortunately, in Australia, when I was home, I noticed that all, you know, we only know in Australia what the media is telling us, but I can tell you here in Michigan, it's pretty much business as usual. So look, I think, you know, uh, we're not trying to paint a uh, an unrealistic, uh, blue sky picture mm. here, but it's, you know, there's every reason we believe for, for students and families looking ahead um, that, you know, you're going over to a safe environment where you can have the, the college experience that, that, you, that you're aiming for. Um, it's going to be different in the world, the whole world is for the next little period of time. But um, the, these, that sort of feedback, um, you know, makes us smile. Absolutely. And, you know, I have to say we've been really impressed with the communication and procedures outlined by, by each college in the USA. Um, you know, as Chris mentioned earlier, we're parents also, and 
you know, we've seen what our son's school has put in place. Um, and honestly, it's, it's no different in the US with the strict protocols that they have, you know, same here with school in Australia. So, and as you can tell from the above messages, you know, from on the ground in the US, it's more business than usual than people realize or than we're being told. So to finish off, we've identified some of the more frequently asked questions and we'll answer those right now. Um, so first one, Chris, this is for you. What's happening to sport this August semester? Um, what we've seen is that uh, it, it really comes down to each individual conference. So for those who don't know what a conference is, a conference is a grouping of universities. You're trying to win your conference and, and compete um, you know, to, to be conference champions at any given university. So conferences will get together and say, yep, as a conference, we're going to go ahead and, and play. We're going to have these types of restrictions. And then some conferences are saying, we are not doing any sport this semester. We're going to postpone it all until the, the spring semester. We're going to train as a team. We're going to play some practice matches internally and things like that, whatever the sport, sport may be. Um, but, you know, not necessarily um, having a full season as normal. So uh, it just depends. This August semester is an off season for some sports as well. So uh, at the end of the day, it is up to the individual university and the conference in which they play as to whether they're, they're going to be competing. Okay. And will next year, so 2021, go ahead? Common question, naturally. Um, a lot of our families who have students um, or sons and daughters, sorry, in year 12 right now, what's actually happening with college next year? Is it, is it going ahead? Well, absolutely. I think obviously this, this podcast is to reassure people that there's obviously our students are going over this year and, and there might be some people surprised to hear that they were allowed to go with travel restrictions and things like that. So um, not only is next year going ahead, but we're, we're seeing that recruiting is, um, is certainly being ramped up at the moment. Um, yeah, well, then are coaches recruiting for 2021 and 2022 or is it all on hold? Uh, look, if you'd asked me three months ago, there certainly was a lull in, in recruiting and that, for obvious reasons, I think coaches, a lot of people forget that coaches are uh, mums and dads and they're normal people. They, they want to have a break. Um, and the US summer, which is sort of that May to August, isn't, is it really a good time to do that? Um, so a lot of coaches also didn't get an opportunity before COVID hit to meet with their own staff and their own bosses within their uh, organization to discuss scholarships and budget moving ahead. So they have been sort of waiting until August to do that. Um, and now that August has hit and, and August has nearly left us, um, then, you know, very much they're, they're uh, looking ahead to 21, 22. I think this week alone, I would have spoken to 20 coaches um, in different sports for 2022. So they're wow. certainly looking for 2021. It, it's all systems go in that regard. Uh, another question that we get is, you know, we've heard of programs shutting down due to COVID. Will there be enough options for me? Uh, look, yeah, I mean, it's never nice to see that, um, you know, from time to time, unfortunately, every year, there are university uh, programs that say, okay, we're going to cut some sports because um, we need to cut budget and um, that sport's not bringing in any money necessarily to a university. That's, a, that's one area we can save some money. And look, it's not an overly common um, occurrence. 
but it is something that, um, you know, it, it's happening probably a little bit more this year than it has in the past. But I must say um, a lot of the programs that are being cut have probably um, been teetering for a while, regardless of COVID. Um, and, the, and the reality is in most sports, um, you know, there's 1,500 universities. So, you know, if you're having 1,500 universities to start with versus 1400 or 1450 you know that at the end of the day you've got to go to one university that fits um, we don't see it having really any impact um, on our student athletes moving forward at all uh, and the final you know most frequently asked question we're getting at the moment is i'm heading over in 2021 and coaches are talking to me now but they're looking for signs of my improvement how do i demonstrate improvement when i can't compete due to competition closures so it's a really, really um, good question, Alexia, and a good question, whoever, you know, for the, for the people asking it, and it's fair. Um, and it's frustrating because, um, you know, we, we always talk about, you know, scholarships are awarded based on great communication from the student athlete and the ability to demonstrate improvement. The good news is, is coaches know that, you know, what's happening in the world. It, it's not that easy at the moment. So, in a sense, COVID's actually bought some athletes some time uh, to work on their sport and to train and stay as fit as possible over that period. Um, and it's just a matter of then, you know, um, making sure the communication stays with the coaches and, and updating them um, as soon as there's any competition likely coming to light to, um, to alert the coach to that so they can track. Um, so you just don't want to be out of mind of the coaches um even though you're not competing um we find that if you're still communicating and and, and get, as long as you're explaining to coaches why there isn't competition um generally they'll hang on and, and and wait you know before they make other offers but um if you can't get on your the practice court if you can't get on the in the pool you can't get on the track whatever your sport is you can get on your email and you can get on your phone and you can contact coaches and keep in touch. Um, that's the best thing you can do. The other thing you can do if you're not in competition is you can get video of your training and you can get video of, um, you know, if it's a one-on-one -on -one sport that you, you play, um, getting footage of you against um, an opponent, um, you know, showing, showing you, you know, uh, improving, get some footage of you in the gym there's lots of things you can be doing proactively outside of just competition. Yeah. So I guess, you know, for a message for those looking to start in 2021 is, is keep your head up, stay fit, stay healthy, you know, communicate regularly with your existing coaches and, and find an even balance of your time between your, you know, study and play really. Um, for our 2022 student athletes, the process continues as normal. Um, you know, for families considering this pathway, if 2020 is any indication as to what is happening with our current student athletes, you know, it's all systems go for 2021 and definitely 2022 coaches across most sports are starting to look for recruits for 2022 right now. So, you know, it's important to get moving with the process. We're all adapting to, you know, what we refer to as our new normal, right? So we're very confident that the new normal in college will be to, you know, will continue to be safe you know, a happy and meaningful place to be a student athlete.
Subscribe to the First Serve via Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or your preferred podcast platform to listen at your convenience to all our weekly content, including past editions of In the Huddle, produced by Study and Play USA, as well as our dedicated commercial radio program each Monday on SEN that you may have missed at 7 p.m. Eastern, Aussies only, and crunching the numbers. Subscribe to The First Serve, your home of tennis. Sometimes needing new tyres can catch us by surprise. That's why tyre power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money. You can get what you need now, get back on the road safely and pay for it later. Terms and conditions apply. So visit tyrepower.com.au or call 13 91